Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. If NBA players don't want to play anymore, it's fine by me. They don't want to play in the playoffs anymore, it's fine by me. If Major League Baseball players say we can't play tonight, we're too distraught, fine by me. If the WNBA is going to say we can't play, it's fine by me. If Major League Soccer says, sorry, we can't play because of the shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin, that's fine by me. What is not fine is that decisions were made before facts were known. I have found that a defining moment of my life is that I need to know what something is, what is happening before I can engage a decision-making process upon it. That I will not engage solely from emotion, although I certainly have emotion about things. And I find people who engage from solely emotion questionable. Not that their emotions aren't real in cases, but I question whether or not that's the best way to act. But in the end, it's their life, right? I can have a thought to it, but that's only one thought. People might see LeBron James and company not playing. The Milwaukee Bucks saying, yeah, we're not, we're not coming out. The Milwaukee Bucks said, we're not coming out for game five of the uh, first round playoffs. Left the Orlando Magic out there saying, hey, what's going on? Until they realized what was going on, and then they quickly left the court because they didn't want to be left out, which is a whole story in and of itself, one that's not being reported. The pressure put on others in order to follow suit. The NBA is going to have to answer that question. If you were a player right now in the NBA and you wanted to play, what are the odds you'd even be able to say so out loud? My God, Drew Brees said when he sees people taking a knee for the national anthem, he thinks it's disrespectful. Well, that was the end of that. Isn't it possible that someone could see it as disrespectful and someone could see it as, as a sign of protest? Can't both things be happening at the same time? An NBA player right now I don't think could say I want to play. They're not playing because of the shooting of Jacob Blake. But did they wait at all? To understand what happened with Jacob Blake? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Great to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. This is Anthony Davis. This is what he was saying about why players, the Milwaukee Bucks starting with them, said we're not taking the court. We're not taking the court because of the shooting of Jacob Blake. Uh, Too many black people are being shot. This has to stop. Oh, okay. And then... Uh, the Orlando Magic, and then other teams, and then they suspended the, 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 the day. And then you had a vote from the Clippers and, and the Lakers. They're, they're not playing the playoffs. At least that was last night. It might have changed by now. They're not playing the playoffs. Well, one has to wonder whether or not there's a season left. One has to wonder whether or not a season still exists in the NBA. Major League Baseball didn't play some games, etc. Anthony Davis said this is why. More justice for Jacob Blake. Um, you know, the good thing is that you know, he, was, he is stable. It's a 
it's on. So. What I heard is Jacob Blake was breaking up a fight, walking to his car, and got shot seven times. None of that is true, Anthony Davis. And you and fellow players may have made a decision based on faulty data. Based on an unwillingness to wait for data. Because when the shooting occurred, immediately it went to riots and the destruction of property, the attacking of people, the burning down of car lots. This has gone on for days now. That and then we had uh, the killing of two people and the shooting of three. That's an interesting story in and of itself because there's another story where we didn't have the full story. And there's still much to be learned. But let's start with Jacob Blake. Let's start with this shooting where this man, we saw the video, was shot seven times. What happened? What happened to get us to the point where police officers had their guns drawn and were following him around the car from the passenger side to the driver's side? Well, we knew after a day that there was some kind of scuffle with police, but we didn't know the details. And one of the reasons we didn't know the details is because in a situation like this, the investigation is done by the Wisconsin Department of Justice. Maybe it takes them a little bit of time. I have found that government agencies, it takes them a little bit of time. We got an update from the Attorney General of Wisconsin. Here's the update. A woman called the police because the boyfriend wasn't supposed to be there. We had started hearing tale of this yesterday. He had taken the keys from her, keys to a car. There were kids in the car, three kids in the car, I believe. He had started the altercation with her. She called police. I believe she is black and Jacob Blake is black. Police arrived. They tried to arrest him. There are conversations about whether or not he had warrants for his arrest. Warrants on other issues. They tried to arrest him. They were unsuccessful. They tried to use a taser on him. He did not stop. They tried to arrest him. They tried to tase him. He walks around. Maybe this is why the police now had their guns drawn. Because the other attempts already did not work. So when people like LeBron James were asking questions like this. If you're sitting here telling me that there was no way to subdue that gentleman um, or, or detain him or to just before the firing of guns, um, then you, you, you're sitting here, you lie to not only me, you lie to every African American, every black person in the community. Because we see it over and over and over. There was multiple, if you watch the video, there was multiple moments where if they wanted to, they could have they could have tackled him. I don't know if they could have tackled him. Certainly you could have heard that that was also too much force. Why'd you have to tackle him? Why didn't you just try and talk to him? But neither here nor there. That's for the people who want to engage a change of policing to the moment where police can't actually, I don't know, stop somebody. Stop somebody when they were called to stop somebody who had stolen the keys from another person who wasn't supposed to be there. But they had already tried to stop him. They had already tried to tase him. And maybe that's why they had their guns drawn. And maybe if we had just waited to get some information, we would be able to properly surmise uh, what happened and then ask ourselves questions about response. 
That's why they had their guns drawn when he walked to the other side. And they were saying to him, stop. And when he tried to reach into the car, they pulled him to try and pull him out. But he fought back, and then he was shot. How do they describe it? Unarmed black man shot seven times in the back. He was reaching for a knife, as described by the AG. How do they describe it? Blake admitted that he had a knife to officers. There was a knife found, I believe, on the, on the floorboards, on the driver's side. Officer Rustin Chesky, a seven-year veteran of the force, shot him seven times. No other officer fired their weapon. Unfortunately, they were not wearing body cameras. But he admitted to having a knife. He could not be tased. He could not be detained. He was grabbing for it. Your move, LeBron. Now, that would have been the time to have a move because you could have asked the question, was there anything else that could have been done? Did he need to be shot seven times? These are all questions that I think you can ask. I don't think it's the end of the world. I mean, I guess you can ask any question you want. But without all of the information, how could you go about saying, this is just another example of police brutality against black men, and so therefore we're not playing basketball this is not an example of anything the police did not search him out the police did not go looking for him the police did not say hey let's go harass this black guy they were called why doesn't that matter he resisted arrest why doesn't that matter he was tased and didn't work why doesn't that matter he didn't respond to police commands why doesn't that matter he reached for a knife why doesn't that matter but it didn't It's like the story of this 17-year-old who shows up with a rifle in Kenosha. He's going to defend property. Two people are dead. Another person was seriously wounded. Now, here's what's so incredibly, incredibly interesting. There's a video out there. Every angle and timeline of Kyle Rittenhouse Kenosha riot shooting. Kyle Rittenhouse is this 17-year-old. It's a 17-year-old who committed the shooting. And we know that there was one person who was shot in the head, and then you you see Kyle Rittenhouse running, and then there's a crowd chasing him, and then he falls, and then people try and take the gun, and then somebody else is shot, and then another person is shot in the arm, really blowing apart part of their arm. It's, it's frightening. Well, this guy who does this video breakdown, who looks, by the way, high as a kite, he does a remarkable job of showing that there's this car dealership and there's this kid, this 17-year-old Rittenhouse with a weapon and there is a guy in a red shirt on his head. So he's not wearing a red shirt. He's got the red shirt on his head, like wrapped around his head, chasing Kyle Rittenhouse. Charging Kyle Rittenhouse. And Kyle Rittenhouse... Fires his weapon multiple times. Multiple times. This angle from what we see and what we're about to see, but there could be more information coming out, but this guy with the red shirt wrapped around his head is chasing him. At that moment, the guy with the red shirt around his head is shot in the head. 
Rittenhouse then does something very interesting. He comes around to be at the direction where this guy was chasing him from. Seeing what happens, he gets on his cell phone. Did he call the police? Did he call a friend? I have no idea. It is from there that people start screaming, that's the guy. And he starts running down the street, which shows you the next video, which is the one where he is running, rifle in hand, and then he stumbles, and people are trying to hit him with a a skateboard or whatever, and then he he shoots because he feels he's under attack. The 17-year-old with a rifle part, I don't know the laws of Wisconsin nor, nor Illinois to know where the legality is within that, if there is any illegality at all. Whether or not he was there to kill people or whether or not he was there, as was described by others, to protect private property. I don't have an answer for that question as of yet. What do I know? Somebody charged him and he used his weapon to defend himself. And then he was running away and then people ran after him. And when he fell, they attacked him on the ground and he used his weapon to defend himself. I cannot tell you why he showed up. I cannot give you his motive. What I can give you is 100% what the video shows. So the people who say that, you know, all this was, um, it was, it was arbitrary, if you will. He just started shooting. None of that is true and none of that comes from the data, what we see from the video evidence. We now know the story of Jacob Blake as described by the Attorney General via the the first part of this investigation. We have multiple levels of video evidence on Kyle Rittenhouse. That doesn't mean he's being charged with first-degree murder. It doesn't mean those charges won't stick. It doesn't mean that there's not a case. I'm going to let others kind of play this out, and then we can address it. It means I didn't rush to judgment, and neither did you. We took our time. We took a breath. We took a beat. Should I not notice the rage I feel when I see rioting, when I see the destruction of private property? No, looting is not okay. No, it's not okay because they have insurance. No, it's not okay because you can think of it as reparations. To hell with those people. They're awful people unworthy people and they're wrong and the pushback on them should be massive and the silence on the looting is absolutely positively stunning silence from whom the nba guys i just said you're more than welcome to not play i don't judge you if you say you're not mentally up to it if you think this is how you need to bring more light to a subject that's on you i'm not getting worked up about that now i may disagree with some who call it heroic or brave, I think it is neither. Right? I, I, I truly don't think that it, it, is, it is brave. But it's not for me to decide for other people. You don't want to play, don't play. You think it's important not to play, don't play. Other sports aren't going to play, they're not going to play. But to be silent on rioting and the destruction of property and the attacks on people, Silent when you have a mob surrounding a woman demanding she raise her fist in the air, demanding that she comply, demanding that she submit. We're silent on such a thing? 
Seems odd thing to be silent on. Seems despicable to be silent on. But hey, you be you. I'll notice what I notice and I'll make my decisions accordingly. Maybe some people want to speak out, but they're not allowed to speak out. Maybe people haven't figured out that this is something to speak out on. Maybe we all see things a little bit differently and conversation should happen as opposed to screaming and yelling and rioting. Maybe. In Minneapolis, they rioted last night. Uh, video here of uh, people looting a sax. Why? Because there was a guy who police were searching for because of something that took place in Minneapolis. Police were closing in on a suspect. So what did the suspect do? Put a gun in his mouth. It's on video. It's quite horrific. Police didn't kill this guy. He killed himself. What did they do in Minneapolis that night? Rioted. Because they made it the police's fault, the cops' fault, when the cops had absolutely positively nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it in the slightest. The protesters, I'm sorry, the rioters in Kenosha, they found uh, the local synagogue. And when they found the local synagogue, they spray-painted on the street, on the walkway in front of Bethel Temple, Free Palestine. Because nothing says racial justice like a little bit of Jew hate. Am I right or am I right? None of these riots are about black lives. They're all about ideology. It's all about destruction. That's what they want to do. It's not about black lives. It's untrue. It's false. It's just not fact. The facts show us that Jacob Blake was a problem The police were called. They could not detain him via arrest nor via taser. And Blake would not listen to police commands and grabbed for a weapon. And if that means you don't play basketball, it means you don't play basketball. People are worked up by the fact that you're not playing sports and I refuse to get worked up. You're not playing mostly because there's no, there's actually no sacrifice being made here. I disagree with people who say this is a sacrifice. There is no sacrifice being made. You will still get paid, right? There's no conversation with the NBA not paying you, is there? Owners are still going to pay you. I'd be kind of stunned if they didn't. If there were players who wanted to play, they're not able to speak up. They would be shunned, ostracized. Who knows if they'd get any other time in the league, which is a whole nother problem. But I think the story here is that you decided not to play without having all the facts. You said you weren't up to it. Okay. I know there are a lot of people who, you know, have a lot going on in their lives and they still have to go to work, but you have the luxury of not. So you took advantage of it. Okay. There are going to be people who say, you know, this, this could have massive ramifications five years from now, 10 years from now. Who knows? I don't disagree. It very well could, to a positive and to a negative. It could have incredible results for, I don't know, whatever they call racial justice, or it could have very positive results to, I'm not interested in giving these people my money anymore. Me, I'm, I'm personally thankful that athletes are not the heroes of my children. 
because there's nothing heroic in what they did. They felt a certain way. They acted out upon it. They're more than welcome to. Heroic, it is not. And I have to tell you, I find it unimpressive only because they didn't wait. They acted purely on emotion, possibly on the idea of wokeness and not on the facts. I can accept the fact that they feel a certain way. I really and truly can. But to not wait for data to make a decision, I don't have any respect for that at all. I'm Tony Katz.